Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the AGCS Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Reichman. This podcast is the first in a series of episodes that we're calling AGCS 101, which we'll use to provide some high-level insight on different and infrequently discussed initiatives and topics within AGCS. First up is Project Cargo. Well, what is Project Cargo? We better ask someone with a little more experience and knowledge. Kevin Wolf is the global head of Project Cargo here at Allianz Global Corporate and Specialty. And Kevin, I think it's important that we start by just telling everybody what Project Cargo is. Project Cargo is kind of a hybrid of a general cargo coverage. Uh, It's very specific. In general, cargo policy would be issued on an annual basis and it's renewable. Project Cargo that policy would be issued for a specific project, meaning it could be a a whole host of various projects, but uh, someone building a power plant in South America. All the equipment that would be shipped to South America in in order to build that power plant would be covered under project cargo policy. The policy terms can run from one or two years up to seven or eight years, depending on the type of project. And in that span of policy period, we cover all the equipment, supplies that's destined to become a part of that project facility, wherever it may be around the world. The difference between a general, again, between a general open cover and a project policy, there's an element of business interruption. We call it delayed startup coverage. And the reason that's part of that policy on some of these projects that we we reference, the project is based and funding is based on the fact that it's going to start producing power or, or whatever it may be at a certain point in time. The equipment that's being sent there to construct that power plant is very specific to that project. Sometimes it might require a year and a half or two years replacement time if you had to replace one of these. In the event that one of those pieces of critical cargo gets damaged during the course of transportation to the project site, our policy responds to the fact that the project now will not start on its scheduled startup date. It might be delayed by two years because you're replacing one of these critical items that were covered under the, under the policy. That delay coverage is the business interruption piece. So maybe that the turbine that was going to that project was worth $45 million. The actual delay that damage to that turbine could cause could be $200 million. And that's part of the project cargo policy. So correct me where I'm wrong, but the key differentiator in project cargo is that the facilities that these parts are or things are going to will end up being an output facility, correct? They are either a power plant or a wind farm or a production facility? That's correct. It could be uh, power generation on, on many levels, wind, solar, fossil fuel. You also have uh, oil and gas facilities where you're dealing with LNG and, and various other components, chemical facilities. But projects also include uh, mining risks, infrastructure projects where maybe they're putting a light rail system in Australia and uh, they're, they're sourcing the, the actual cars from Canada. Um, that would be part of a, a project cargo risk. Um, you also have bridge work, other infrastructure where they're, they're building a bridge in, in uh, Europe and the, the actual bridge sections are built in Far East. They get shipped into the site. So anything that's destined to become a part of that production facility uh, would be part of a project cargo policy. The distinction to your question is projects where you look at a construction project where someone's building an uh, office building or something like that, although it's generating revenue, more or less passive 
rental income. There's nothing in there that, that's producing a product or producing a, you know, power, water, things like that, where if it's delayed because of a piece of equipment would cause a delay loss. That's not general construction. Interesting. I've, I've heard you say before that Project Cargo takes an extremely high level of risk management and control, correct? Absolutely. How is that different than anything else, or is it just more attention to detail? Well, with, with Project Cargo and, and the reference I made a moment ago to critical items, as a company, when, when we're providing coverage for a project owner, or in some cases the contractor that's building that project, the elements that go into the construction of that facility, meaning the turbines, or the bridge sections, they're oversized, they're overweight. There's a high level of exposure from our point of view as an insurance company, because in addition to the physical damage, loss of one of these critical items can certainly trigger a delay loss. So now the clock's running. So it, it as a company, it's very important to us to make sure that these goods leave the supplier's doorstep and are monitored all the way through their transit movement until they arrive at the project site. Now, through the course of that transportation, our um, Allianz risk control team, the loss control arm of, of Allianz, they physically monitor every movement of these critical items. And if you think about it, over the course of something coming from China to South America is not a, not a small voyage. Every time that piece of critical item, let's say it weighs a, a thousand tons, is put on a conveyance, they're there to witness that, to make sure that the lifting, the method statements for the lifting are accurate, uh, the, the cranes being used are adequate to, to handle that weight. They make sure it's stowed properly on the vessels, lashed, blocked, whatever needs to be done. Then it continues its voyage, it arrives at the discharge point. Our surveyors are there again to make sure that it's offloaded properly, put on the land conveyance that brings it from the, the port to the actual project site. So they watch this thing all the way through. And, and that's an important element as a company to provide to the clients because the clients don't want to delay a project start date. Most of their uh, information, the financial work, all the uh, pro forma financial statements they put together are based on the fact that this will start on time. Their concern is to make sure that this critical items all these critical items get there on time and safely and secure. So for us, we provide that to the client as well. Uh, it's a little peace of mind for them because we have these people watching this critical cargo from around the world to arrive at a project site safely. How important is it with something as detail-oriented as Project Cargo to have this overarching global company right, that can take care of things from A to Z, right, start to finish? It can keep everything in-house. You can manage all the risk. The, the advantage we have, uh, given our size and, and global footprint, is that we have local surveyors on staff that are, are strategically placed around the world, and they can address um, movements of, of uh, cargo in their areas. They also will hop on a plane at a moment's notice and, and go where they need to go. Um, plus, they... they they can feel the flavor of local markets. So they know how things operate. They know what a port facility in South Africa is versus one in, in the Mideast. There's, there's nuances to all of these, and these guys are aware of it. Most of them are uh, ex-ship captains, and they've just gone shoreside now. But in addition to having the, the footprint from staff, as a, as a global company, and, and given our size, we have the ability to provide the clients with not just the project cargo space, 
and coverage, but also roll that into our engineering construction team up until the time the project's finished. So from a client perspective, if you were to write uh, like a seamless cover between those two segments of business, effectively I'm providing project cargo for everything that arrives at the site. As soon as it's at the site, our engineering construction team takes over. They complete the entire build until it gets operational. The advantage to the customer is that it's one company, Allianz, representing that entire span of, of uh, project from, from the first thing that starts to ship until that thing is ready to go and start producing whatever it is it's supposed to produce. The advantage there, in addition to one company, uh, it's one claim scenario. So whether something happens in transit, whether it happens during the, the course of construction, it's still Allianz. From a broker's perspective, it's very easy because you're dealing with just one company. We've all seen the pictures of Project Cargo, and that's the that's for us, that's the fun part, right? The pictures are really cool. And if you're listening on SoundCloud or on iTunes, go to our website, agcs.allianz.com, and, and go to our uh, podcasts tab to uh, look at some of these pictures um, on this page. Can you give me an example of a, maybe a few projects that you guys have done in the past? Yes. I mean, in, in play right now, um, because this changes constantly is what we're looking at and what projects are in play. We have um, green energy, wind farms involved in Australia, North America, Europe. We also have some mining risks down in South America. And the mining risks include uh, all the equipment that needs to be set up and operational to have a mine extract with the, whatever ore they're, they're mining. Um, we also have infrastructure projects. There's some rail work going on in uh, the Mideast. We have some uh, hydropower projects going on in Africa. We also have some tunneling work, which is some uh, part of the infrastructure where they're putting in uh, roadway tunnels that we're involved in. We're all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. And then we have, in addition to that, I, so people don't think it's just these are all mega multi-billion dollar projects. There's a lot of projects that we do that are nowhere near that size, but they're just as important to us and to our customers simply because we did one, I think two months ago, a uh, pet food manufacturer was expanding, their business was growing, they had to open up a whole new production facility. In order to do that, they needed to buy machinery from Europe, specific machinery, <laughs> just purpose-built for their application. That machine, in order for that to get from Europe here to North America, it was quite heavy and quite large. But even though the value of that machine was, I want to say, about $10 million, the related delay in startup that could impact our clients was around $50 million. So it was wow. quite important to them. From a premium size, not as large as some of the ones we worked on, but absolutely just as important. And if I were a broker or uh, anybody like that and I had any questions for you, how would I get in touch with you? The easiest way is uh, send me a quick email um, or you can certainly pick up the phone and reach me by phone. I can tell the, uh, the brokers out there, uh, the first question I get a lot from the brokers is, do you have an application to fill out? Uh, we do, but I always found it was easier just to have a direct contact with the broker regarding the projects because we can answer in a 10-minute phone call everything that would be required in an application. And quite frankly, some of the, the details that are involved, it, it just it doesn't serve the, the client or the broker well to have to try and fill out an application to, to capture that info. Quickly, uh, email or phone call, absolutely. All right, Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. 
quite welcome. Thank you. And folks, I wasn't kidding. You've got to see some of the images that go with the term Project Cargo. They're on our website on this podcast page, and trust me, you won't be disappointed. And if you have any questions for Kevin or want to suggest a future edition of AGCS 101, contact us via email at agcscommunication at agcs.allianz.com. Also, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AGCS underscore insurance or on LinkedIn at Allianz Global Corporate and Specialty. Also, folks, do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. The more ratings and reviews we get, the easier it is for others to find the show. And I want to give another very special thank you to Kevin Wolf for joining us today. And for all of us here at AGCS, I'm Ken Reichman, and we will see you next time.